Hey, this is Meet Mortensen. Conversations with team members building their careers with us. We're talking to the people who are innovating our industry, who are improving the built world. And that's from the field to the office. These conversations are geared towards giving you an inside look into how the people of Mortensen approach a problem, how they think about the type of work that they do, the nitty gritty of their roles. We're talking about what motivates them and how we accomplish things. We want to give you as much detail into our culture and what it's like to work here as we possibly can. It's also fun to showcase all these incredible people that we have working here at Mortensen. So let's get into it. Enjoy the conversation. Nick Chupita and I sat down with Carl Moeller. He's a design phase executive for the Energy Storage and Solutions Group in Mortensen. Uh, to have him talk about electrical engineering and the electrical journey on the high voltage side of our business. That's right, Justin. As a recruiter for the Energy Storage and Solutions Group, let's note that we put a heavy focus on the pre-construction side of our projects. Our team of design phase professionals focuses their efforts on solving our clients' problems even before we start the build. Carl joined our team in 2010 and has carved a really nice career here thus far. So my name is Carl Moeller. I'm a design phase executive in our battery storage and solutions group. Um, and so I guess uh, I started out as an electrical power engineer back in 2006 or whatever it was. Um, you know, I didn't start, uh, you know, I, I had a couple different internships in different industries trying to figure out what it is I wanted to do after school. Um, and I didn't think design engineering, you know, was really where I wanted to take my engineering degree. But I didn't know what I what I could do. Um, so I took a design engineering position, just knowing that it'd be closer to home and I was getting married, ready to start a family, all that fun stuff. But uh, it never really fulfilled me. Um, I didn't really have a, a want to be a design engineer. Uh, my personality is just a little bit different. I enjoyed the construction. I just didn't know how I could participate in construction, but not actually be in the field um, and not have to not do design. Design was really not what I wanted to do. Um, I like design. Um, I like construction, um, but doing design engineer record type drawings is just a little bit different. I, I started talking to Mortensen in the summer of 2010, and that's uh, when I got hired, August 2010. Carl's mention of liking design and liking construction is a central one, and it's important to hear his explanation of what an electrical engineering degree can do on his team. So I asked him if that fork in the road of loving design and construction, but not actually doing the design engineering was a common place that people came to. You know, I think it is, um, but it's never discussed in school. Um, you know, in school, especially electrical engineering, for those that aren't electrical engineers, don't know, it's extremely theoretical. Um, you know, there's, you know, I, I was a couple classes away from being a mathematics bachelor of science, right? I mean, it's, it is very theoretical. It is, it's very yeah. theoretical, very academic, very, uh, you know, not, not really a whole lot of physical, you know, implementation, um, work, um, labs, you know, get a little bit there, you know, in school, but you don't really understand that there are career paths that involve design and understanding design and using those technical theoretical muscles, but not actually creating the finished product. And so, you know, I, I've had this conversation with Nick oftentimes when we're trying to find, you know, additional engineers, it's almost like application engineering, 
um, or integration engineering is another phrase, and that's kind of two different parts of the life cycle, and it's where um, you're really coming up with the answer. You're, you're given a blank sheet of paper and a, and a goal, and you have to figure out, well, what actually makes that work? Um, but you're not actually implementing it from a design perspective like a design engineer of record does to create you know, shop drawings and, and, and you know, buy stuff and, and make it happen. Uh, but it's really understanding enough to put on that piece of paper the, the different pieces that make it actually work. You know, understanding you know, raw quantities um, from an analytics perspective of, for instance, in battery storage, trying to figure out how many PCSs, you know, inverters do we need for this project in order to make it work. So there's definitely engineering that goes into that. There's calculations that go into that, um, trying to figure out what it is that we need and what's going to work to meet the customer's objective. But it's not actually taking it to a level where you're, you're designing, here's the foundation design details of how it gets connected. Here's the electrical cable sizing that gets connected and the lugs and the details for how you route the cable. It's not It's not down to that level. It's much more the, the, the bigger picture, understanding the big picture of what we need to do to accomplish the customer's goal and, and what it's going to take to actually implement, what the team's going to take from a design engineering team, from an in-house design support team, um, and in-house operations team to actually pull this off. Kind of like scoping, I guess, is also a, another way that you could think of it. And Carl's explanation of taking that blank sheet of paper and building a solution for our clients is an exciting one, but it can also seem daunting. The great part about Mortenson, though, is that you're not alone. There's mentorship throughout the Energy Storage and Solutions Group. And Carl didn't come into Mortenson doing this type of work when he joined in 2010, but he's the perfect person to have in your corner as you grow. You know, I'm an electrical power engineer, and I was designing transmission lines. So I actually, uh, you know, went completely away from my electrical engineering theory, yeah. and I was doing concrete caisson foundation designs, PLS CAD, um, you know, string and wire, which is more mechanics. Um, you know, I was doing steel fab shop drawings for tubular steel structures. I was doing framing drawings. Um, you know, I did some electrical stuff, insulation um, coordination, as well as some underground cable transmission design as well. Uh, so I did participate in some of that electrical. Uh, but it, it's interesting that, you know, when you've got an engineering degree, there's nothing that says you can't do something else in engineering that you didn't get a degree in, right? I was doing civil structural engineering and mechanical engineering, even though my background's electrical power engineering. <laughs> so it, it's all about, yeah. you, know, apply, it's, you know, an engineering degree basically just means you can be trained. It doesn't mean that you have to stop learning. And, you know, I, I've continued to progress in really everything. You know, I, I continue to challenge all the different areas that I you never learn in school. I mean, there's a bunch of physical stuff you just never learn in school, especially as an electrical engineer. You know, to be a design engineer, they never teach you about conduit. They never teach you about bellends and, and fittings and, and how to route it and the depth of burial and the NEC code compliant. They, they never teach you about any of that stuff. And, and so it's, it's really much more theory. And so you have to translate that theory from your school into actually how do you do this? How do you implement it safely? How do you follow the codes and requirements? How do you make it work? So there's always more to learn in engineering. And Carl paved the way here at Mortensen. The design phase engineering career path didn't even exist. And I asked him about what it looked like when he first came over to Mortensen to compare to where we are now. So when I first came over, um, like I said, we weren't doing much in the way of electrical work. 
Um, any electrical work that we had, it was mostly subcontracted uh, from a full EPC perspective, subcontracted. So the subcontractor was expected to hold design, figure out what they needed, price it up, um, and execute the work. And so our electrical team was much more of a support function and reviewing and kind of supporting issues um, more so than actually doing. Um, and that was really changed with the 2012-2013 creation of that T&D power group, um, where we actually started being a electrical contractor. Um, as soon as we started that, that that's really what started to launch a lot of electrical career paths. Um, you know, before that, there was no such thing as electrical design phase management. It was just design phase management that also included an electrical EPC scope, but it was there was no specialty that was related to electrical design phase management. It didn't exist at the time, and now there's so, a whole bunch of people that do that. And that's a testament to Mortensen. We never used to have a role or anyone focus on electrical design phase management. And now there's a whole group of people who do that. I asked Carl to go into more detail about what that change looked like. Before that power group existed, uh, you know, the electrical technical aspect of it, like I said, was much more of a support function. So we would show up and we would support the design phase managers and the project managers and the you know project executives to you know help execute the project, deal with any issues, try to figure out some technical solutions to some things. Uh, but there was no real, I, I guess, ownership of the process because it was really more of a support function. Um, whereas in, you know, after the, the creation of the power group, the, the engineering and the, the design phase management, it's, it's your project. You've got to execute it. And so there's a different, there's a different lens that, that you use when it's, when you have complete ownership of the process and the project, and it's yours to figure out, um, you know, when, you know, that when, when, you know, we, we started doing electrical contractor type things in 2012, 2013. I mean, we, we were, we were new. We made some, we made mistakes um, as you know, everybody does. And we continue to make mistakes as we grow and learn in these new markets for sure. Um, but it was, it's, it, it was a different, it, it was a different feel because we owned it. Now we had to figure it out. Right. And we had to have our operations team, help us with how do we build it. Uh, we had to, you know, we had to push on our electrical engineering trade partners or designers um, to, you know, influence a little bit more on the constructability because they would, I mean, I mean, and I'm guilty of this just as well, you know, being a power engineer that hasn't actually built it in the field, you don't always understand what it takes to pull cable through a conduit and terminate it and land it unless you've been there. Um, and so having having a lot of that operations feedback, that the construction feedback into our design, I think has been absolutely instrumental in our success in the last eight years or so in the electrical businesses. As our conversation wrapped up, I asked Carl about what stands out about Mortensen, the Energy Storage and Solutions Group, and his role. The group is growing, growing fast, and this type of work doesn't exist in many other places, or it's not as clearly defined. So I think there was kind of two things that I think are you know quite a bit different um, than some of the other companies. Mortensen, in general, you know, I, I think is a much more professional type organization than the other places that I've worked. Um, we're we're all very focused on executing our goal. We're all very intentional 
um, in planning, both business planning as well as you know projects, which is something that I had not seen at at the other four companies that I worked at, which were all you know various sizes. Um, you know the, um, but the other thing specifically for me as 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 an electrical engineer and as a as a design phase manager is that the design phase type position that doesn't really exist a lot of places. Um, it, it's not as common in the industry, and they often push it onto just project managers, which is analogous. Um, and, and we do a lot of product, project management type functions, um, but there wasn't a whole lot of you know practitioners that were just managing the design, technical long lead procurement, and the beginning pre-construction types of a project, which is a different skill set than the actual operations team, where they they manage the you know deliveries and the and the personnel on site and the commissioning aspect of it. It's just it's a different specialty, and and no one's going to learn and know and be an expert at the whole life cycle of a project. And it makes sense to kind of split up the project to focus the design phase team, you know, really on the front end where, you know, you have to be comfortable with ambiguity. There's a lot of squishiness in the, the first part of a project where you don't even have an EPC contract yet, right? The customer may have even awarded you and you're working towards an EPC contract, trying to figure out what it is they're actually looking for and still going through gyrations of design and pricing and, you know, still trying to move the ball forward. Um, and you have to be comfortable with that ambiguity, but also be, you know, be able to make sure that you manage those changes from a cost perspective and a schedule perspective to help meet the original intent of the proposal, um, which is not easy. It's it's just a different it's a different type of skill set than a typical project manager. Thanks to Carl for giving his insight into the Energy Storage and Solutions Group and what you can actually do here with an engineering degree. The potential's endless, and yesterday looks different than today, which will look different than tomorrow. And that's the thrill of the chase. Thanks, Nick and Carl. And if you're interested in joining Mortensen or Carl's team, reach out to Nick or visit mortensen.com slash careers. That's it. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Please reach out to us if you have any questions, but we really hope you enjoyed this episode of Meet Mortensen. Have a great day. Thank you.